forever remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Grace the Restoration Hour with Pastor Eli James. All right, welcome everybody. Pastor Eli James here. Our guest tonight is Doc Waterman. This is Restoration Hour. May 14, 2022, and we've got a full slate of issues that we want to discuss this evening. Uh, we could call it, uh, let's call it the Great Starvation, Doc, because that's where all of this is headed, okay? And uh, But first, I wanted to uh, do a quick uh, announcement. Uh, last week, uh, I, I was informed that Carl Hand had died, and that uh, he, uh, I, I wasn't able to track down any obituary or anything about him, but I did uh, find one today, and let me just read from it real quick. And then also, uh, for people, uh, most people won't know about Carl Hand, he was a National Socialist, but uh, he was on my email list oh, for a good 20, maybe even 30 years, <laughs> right? But, uh oh, yeah, uh, so uh, in uh, Buffalo, New York, uh, he was affiliated with Don Black and David Duke, but he broke off away from them because uh, he considered them to be not serious enough, <laughs> right? Okay, but also Randy Weaver has just passed away. And so, oh, uh, he has. Yes, and Michael Sweet and I are going to yeah. be, yeah, Michael Sweet are going to be doing a tribute to him tomorrow. But uh, we'll just, uh, maybe I'll read a little bit from the news about Randy Weaver's passing. So, uh, but here from uh, the the uh, website here, Inside Echo, E-I-N-S-I-D-E-E-K-O.com, Carl Hand, death, founder of Racial Nationalist Party. And so, yeah, he's quite a busy man for most of his life fighting the international Jew. He was very, very conscious of the racial decline of America and was doing his best about it. Uh, reading from the article here, Carl Hand, the founder of the Racial Nationalist Party of America, RNPA, a white nationalist group based in Lockport, New York State, near Buffalo, founded in 1998, has passed away due to a stroke. The RNPA was also part of the Aryan Nationalist Alliance. The bi-monthly magazine White Voice will pass with him, as there was no successor. And uh, uh, I've been receiving his newsletters up until last week. Okay, so... uh, we weren't often in contact, but we would exchange pleasantries and exchange newsletters and that sort of thing. Never did actually meet him personally. Uh, may have talked to him on the phone a couple of times, but uh, he was—he didn't get around. Okay, he was pretty much locked in Lockport, as it were. And the article continues: Carl had lived for the past 25 years or so in Lockport, which is both a city and a metropolitan area in Niagara County, New York State just to the east of the Canadian border. <coughs> Excuse me. 
In the early 1970s, he was a member of the National Socialist White People's Party. Carl was also a former leader of the National Socialist Liberation Front, which broke away from the NSWPP in 1974, and a former national director of the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan, which was then led by David Duke, and after that by Don Black. Carl Hand spoke truth to power, quote-unquote, like no one else in the Patriot space. His confrontation of the elite powers that be was constant and never-ending, Carl espoused and personified the mindset and conviction that resistance is not futile and canon must be boldly applied by every able-bodied nationalist patriot in the world. Carl insisted that his organization would organize and fight back effectively and relentlessly. At one time, uh, so uh, for those, you can uh, look this up, just uh, look up Carl Hand Death on your browser if you want to follow up on this article here. Uh, my interface with him was primarily, uh, I tried to convince him of Christian identity, but he is not a Christian. Although people have told me that very recently he began to warm up to the notion, right? So, but, uh, if that, if that's the case, I'm not aware of it. Uh, but nevertheless, he was, uh, you know, a pleasant guy to deal with and, uh, you know, he's been fighting for the white race uh, for his entire life, as far as I know. So, folks, if you're interested in, you know, following through, uh, you know, just look him up online. Carl Hand, Carl with a K, H-A-N-D. Okay, Doc, did you ever uh, have any dealings with Carl Hand? Hello? Okay, it looks like we got uh, disconnected. Let me call Doc again. Looks like, uh, here, let me see if we can get Doc back on the air. Come on, computer. <laughs> uh, all right, I guess I'm going to have to start my, okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we're still on the air. Let me try to call Doc again. It's not connecting for some reason. All right. Yeah, there's uh, Jews at work, no doubt. <laughs> Started off on the wrong foot by talking about Carl Hand. All right. Uh, let me, uh, I'm going to have to close Skype down and start over. It's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous that it's not, it's not responding. Absolutely ridiculous. So let us try this again. Okay. All right, should be dialing now, and it's not. Let me try dialing a different number here and see what the heck's going on. If uh, Skype has just failed, and uh, let me see if it rings this other number. I won't let it connect. I'll just see if it rings. Here we go. Okay, all right, so there's... Okay, there it is. It's uh, it's making the typical connection noise with that uh, person. Let me try Doc again. Okay. Wow, it uh, it just won't connect. It won't even ring. Something really strange here, folks. This has never happened before. That the number didn't even ring. So, uh, 
but it's par for the course for your folk radio. Whenever, whenever a uh, an important call needs to be made, something gets in the way. Okay, we definitely have credit on the external phone account. There's absolutely no doubt about it. So, sorry, folks, don't know what to say. Uh, let me just uh, go into the next story, and uh, I'll kill Skype again. And then try Doc in a few minutes. But one of the other stories that we have is the uh, Randy Weaver case. And so I'll just read a little bit from that as well. I put the link in the chat room about Randy Weaver passing away uh, earlier this week. And uh, so we'll read a little bit of that story. But we'll, like I said, Michael and I will uh, do a tribute to him tomorrow and uh, uh, actually uh, uh, Carl Klang Carl Klang did a uh, a song about Randy Weaver and so we'll be playing that song tomorrow as well so uh, Randy Weaver where is the story here okay I guess it's on the other uh, browser so let me see if I can find that uh, find that story. Yeah, I got some <laughs> Carl Hand five five uh, five stories about Carl Hand. But here we go, Riley Weaver. Okay. All right, so folks, uh, Randy Weaver. I'm just gonna have to type it back in. Because I thought I had put it in the chat room, but I didn't see it in there. Okay, and uh, all right, so here we go. And of course, Randy Weaver was much more famous or infamous than Carl Hand, and this is from U.S. Day News. Participant in Ruby Ridge standoff, Randy Weaver dead at 74. Is Randy Weaver dead? His daughter, Sarah Weaver, answered the question and announced that the sad news is that her father, Randy Weaver, passed away on May 11, 2022, just three days ago, at the age of 74. His death was revealed Thursday in a Facebook post by his daughter, Sarah Weaver, who lives near Kalispell, Montana. Love you always, Dad, she wrote on her Facebook page alongside a picture of an older Randy and a smiling Sarah. Okay, so we'll uh, do do more about Randy Weaver tomorrow. Well, Michael and I will do a, tri- a tribute about him. So there's uh, there's plenty of news today about the, the craziness going on in the world. And... Uh, we'll start with uh, with baby formula. We'll start with the baby formula story, and this is news for SanAntonio.com. And Governor Abbott slams Biden administration after pallets of baby formula were sent to migrants and made unavailable to Americans. Right? Okay. Yeah. So the uh, Fugitives and invaders 
they get preferential treatment while the store shelves are empty. So here's a picture of, what is this? A baby formula shelf at a grocery store, May 10th in Salt Lake City. Due to limited supplies, baby formula is limited to four per customer. But there's none on the shelf. <laughs> wow. thirty ninety nine. Maybe that's the price for a case. And, wow. Okay, anyway, San Antonio. As the Biden administration is working to address the baby formula shortage, Governor Greg Abbott slammed the administration for causing it. Governor Abbott and the National Border Patrol Council, President Brandon Judd, issued a joint statement on Thursday on the Biden administration providing baby formula to illegal immigrant holding facilities as American parents scramble amid a nationwide shortage of the product. And folks, we're going to be facing shortages of just about everything as the global lockdown continues. It's more of a scapegoat lockdown with... uh, the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, or vice versa, uh, the staged war in the, in the uh, Ukraine area that is being used as the excuse for runaway inflation, uh, shortages of all kinds of commodities, including lithium, uh, truck parts, etc., etc., the Shanghai so-called COVID lockdown, Shanghai being the biggest port in the world, that entire port is locked down. So you're going to see shortages. Of course, you know, our argument here at Eurofolk Radio has always been that these shortages and this pandemic, scamdemic are all engineered to shut the world economy down and starve us out. So this is the great starvation. The great starvation has begun, and it started actually with COVID, but COVID wasn't killing people fast enough, so now they, they've put total gridlock on the planet. Total gridlock. So let me try calling Doc again and see if I can actually get the call to go through, which is very unusual that uh, it would not even initiate the call. So let me try this again. And it's just not responding. Okay, sorry, Doc. It's just for some reason it just will not call you, even though we were talking on Skype when the show started. It just won't call you back. So, uh, and uh, I know there's no way you can call me. So I'm just going to have to go solo. Sorry, Doc. We'll have to reschedule our 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 time together and maybe uh, do a sound check. You know, for half an hour beforehand, make sure we can stay connected. Anyway, sorry about that, folks. Sorry, Daka. Don't know what's happening. Okay. Anyway, getting back to this article. Quote, children are our most vulnerable, precious Texans and deserve to be put first. Yet, President Biden has turned a blind eye to parents across America who are facing the nightmare of a nationwide baby formula shortage. Uh, folks? Time to go back to breast milk. Yahweh's feeding system for babies. It's much healthier for the baby. It uh, boosts the baby's immune system, which baby formula does not. Probably gets your uh, infant hooked on sugar at a very early age, etc., etc. And plus, the baby formula industry is run by the mega corporations like Nestle 
and you don't want to support those mega corporations. They are evil, okay? So, uh, here at Eurofolk Reading, we have been preaching uh, get back to nature, get back to Yahweh's law uh, constantly. And now with the global lockdown and the great starvation and the great collapse of the Federal Reserve note all in progress as we speak, it's time to prepare. Uh, if you're not a prepper yet, it's time to prepare. So stock up on baby formula, okay? If you can get it. Stock up on rice, sugar, beans, those kind of things. Don't empty the shelves all at once because you'll create a panic. And then the store shelves will be empty. Uh, go to a smaller store. Actually, if you are near an ethnic store, like a Mexican or Asian store, those places will have uh, those things in stock. Where your American stores probably won't, they're gonna, the American stores are gonna run out, run out faster. And, uh, you'll probably get a way better price too. Okay. As far as gasoline is concerned, the, the highest price that I saw in the Chicago area was $5.99 for regular. And that was at the intersection of Belmont and Kimball right off the expressway. So you see the expressway, uh, gas stations are going to have the highest prices because they figure, oh, well, we'll catch them while they're running out of gas and you need to get off the highway in order to fill up. So if you go into the neighborhoods, the price drops 40 or 50 cents, okay? But right off the expressways, you're going to be paying premium money. But that's, folks, $6 a gallon. Thank you, Joe Biden. Okay, thank you, Rockefellers and Rothschilds. Because they're the ones who are engineering this phony crisis called the global lockdown. Okay, let's continue. While fa- mothers and fathers stare at empty grocery shelves in a panic, the Biden administration is happy to provide baby formula to illegal immigrants coming across our southern border. This is yet another one in a long line of reckless, out-of-touch priorities from the Biden administration when it comes to securing our border and protecting Americans. Our children deserve a president who puts their needs and survival first, not one who gives critical supplies to illegal immigrants before the very people he took an oath to serve. Well, he's just another version of Barack Obama. That's all that Joe Biden is. He is a commie Democrat. That's what he is, okay? Uh, continuing further down, now a Florida representative is sounding the alarm as shipments of formula supply are making their way to the southern border while parents across the U.S. are in a desperate scramble. So we had that photograph from Utah, and the shortages are acute in Texas as well. Across America, there are all these shortages of baby formula. Representative Kat Kamek of Florida said, Kamek said a veteran Border Patrol agent at a processing center in McAllen, Texas, sent pictures this week showing pallets of baby formula. (laughs) Okay, so that's where all the baby formula is. Joe Biden sent it to the border so that uh, those uh, babies can grow into strong muggers, robbers, and thieves when they grow up, right? Kevin said the shipments of formula are reserved for migrant families and holding facilities on the southern border. Border, okay, uh, commie Biden at work. 
Quote, he is saying that his own children can't get food, baby formula, for his grandkids, but he, as a Border Patrol agent, just took in pallets, pallets of baby formula for all of the illegals passing into the United States, Kamek said. That shortage is forcing some parents to drive miles in search of the product or turn to food pantries where staff are struggling to keep it in stock. Well, I think a lot of parents are just going to have to improvise with milk if you can get it. (laughs) And if you can't get milk, maybe evaporated milk in the can, dilute it. You're going to maybe go online and get some kind of formula. But probably anything that will pass as milk will be better than nothing and probably will be better than baby formula because it's probably loaded with all kinds of chemicals and poisons that your baby does not want to ingest. Okay, So folks, it's starting to get really serious the last couple of weeks here at Eurofolk Radio. Okay, Uh, John says he got cut off. Well, try calling him again. Hopefully it'll work this time. And we'll see if the uh, gods of connectivity <laughs> uh, will will get us uh, in touch again. For whatever reason, the call will simply not connect, even though I've never had this happen before, that uh, a call will simply not connect. Let me see. I'm going to try one more thing. If, uh, be patient, folks. I'm just going to try dialing his number because it's it's set in my computer on Skype, but there's a, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So let me see if I can uh, dial him direct, uh, bypassing the uh, the the phone book I have here, the Skype phone book. So I'm just gonna disconnect entirely from Doc Waterman and see if I can get him on the air this way by a simple phone call, all right, uh, directly from Skype. So let me see if we can do this. Your patience is appreciated here. That Because uh, we definitely had a lot to talk about. And uh, Doc had uh, all kinds of uh, information he wanted to provide with uh, to us today. So we'll see if we can get this thing going. And... Skype 2, keyboard shortcuts, okay, (laughs) there's this guy screaming on the outside, okay, all right, so let me see if I can get this going here. I'll try one more time. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. All right, folks. Sorry, I just can't get, uh, I just can't get the call to go through. I've never had this problem before. And uh, the, the international Jew may have something to do with it. So, uh, I'm just gonna have to go, go without. Okay. All right. So, uh, as I was saying with the, the, uh, the baby formula shortage, which is really strange, okay, really strange, that, uh, well, of course, the Democrats are going all out to disenfranchise white people, 
and certainly, you know, Republicans in addition to white people. And ultimately, the, the white members of the Democratic Party are going to f- feel the brunt of this as well. Okay. Representative uh, Joe Concastro, whose wife recently gave birth to their third child, fired back at government uh, Governor Abbott on Twitter, quote, As the father of a newborn, I'm struck by Greg Abbott's callous inhumanity, Castro wrote in a tweet. Governor, the government provides baby formula because these babies are being held in government custody and unable to shop each HEB or Walmart for formula. All you do is divide people with fear. Well, they're not supposed to be here. What part of the word illegal, (laughs) immigrant, what part of the word illegal don't you understand? Okay? Is America, now America unfortunately has been the world's police force, policing the world on behalf of the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the CIA, causing untold grief, misery, and sorrow all over the world for the victims of those three cabals. And, uh, and what, what do they do? They create refugees with the wars they create. And those refugees come to white nations. Do you think maybe there's a connection there? That uh, the, their baker wars in the third world and the second world, because, well, actually first world now, because Ukraine and Russia are first world countries, that when all these wars are happening simultaneously, tons and tons of refugees are being created. And so here again, the white middle class in America and Europe has to foot the bill and take the brunt of all the anger and outrage of all these migrants who are really not refugees, but who are actually the, how should I put it, the the uh, initial force, the initial invasion force of the globalists against white nations. There's absolutely no doubt that that's what's really going on, folks. But, of course, you'll never hear this on... Uh, lamestream media. Okay, the congressman went on to say that Governor Abbott should be redirecting the billions he's spending on Operation Lone Star and figure out a way to get more baby formula to Texas. (laughs) Well, there isn't any. Okay, and uh, the other babies, what about the other babies? What about white babies? What about American babies? Doesn't this guy, uh, this uh, Latino, Jorkin, doesn't he have any sympathy for white babies? Apparently not. The formula shortage was triggered in part by the closure of a Michigan manufacturing plant after two infants who consumed its products caught bacterial infections and died. Well, like I said, those baby formula products are not healthy, folks. So you're way better off getting something else. Getting something else. And maybe goat's milk. Uh, that's probably your best alternative, goat's milk. And uh, adding some kind of uh, nutritional, uh, you know, you probably can go online and get some kind of nutritional formula for cow's milk or goat goat's milk to feed your baby. Anyway, Abbott Nutrition. Oh, wait a minute. The U.S. produces 98% of the infant formula it consumes. Chile... Ireland, Mexico, and the Netherlands are potential sources for additional imports, according to the officials. Okay, well, it's not likely that any of these babies are going to die, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be critical pretty soon. 
Abbott Nutrition, the largest baby formula manufacturer, issued a recall in February for several powdered formulas. The move came after four infants who consumed products from its Sturgis, Michigan plant were hospitalized with infections from the bacteria Chronobacter Sakazaki. (laughs) Chronobacter Sakazaki. Two of the infants died. On Thursday, President Biden spoke with retailers and manufacturers, including the CEOs of Walmart, Target, Reckitt, and Gerber, to call on them to do more to help families purchase infant formula. So that stuff comes in cans, and it's probably available at your dollar stores as well. Okay, so, and uh, again, as I said, go to the ethnic stores, like the... uh, uh, like the uh, Mexican and Asian stores, they're likely to have something that will substitute. Okay, so uh, uh, this is a really weird situation, folks. Now, uh, let's switch to the Ukraine situation. And as we have been trying to explain to our listeners the last oh, few weeks, actually, what's going on in Ukraine with Russia is scripted. This is a scripted war. Remember this phrase. All wars are bankers' wars. Okay? And Putin has probably been put in a situation where he's been threatened by the Rothschilds. Because, you know, the Rothschilds have assassinated... Every single American president who's ever been assassinated has been assassinated by the Rothschilds. And, And several other people. Huey Long... Congressman Lewis T. McFadden, and many others of our top political leaders who happen to oppose the international banksters have been assassinated by the Rothschilds. Okay, this is not uh, public consumption. Your main, your lamestream media is not going to point out such facts, and they'll never tell you this story. But this is actually the case. So if you are if you are thinking that that war over there is a, re- a real conflict, not staged, because this this came out of nowhere, folks. This came out of nowhere, and I'm positive that Russia is simply the scapegoat, the scapegoat for the shortages, uh, which include lithium. Uh, Russia provides gas and other supplies and coal to Western Europe. And uh, you talk about high gas prices here, uh, it's got to be going crazy in Europe. People are going to be uh, unable to go anywhere. And uh, probably gasoline is going to have to be rationed uh, just for trucks so that they can deliver goods. But part of the story that Doc Waterman was going to tell was shortage of truck parts. So it's getting very, uh, very difficult. So let's go to the Shanghai situation because the Shanghai situation is in lockdown. But here again, the Shanghai lockdown is being staged by the Rothschilds. The city of Shanghai consists of 26 million people 
It's the largest port on the planet, and there's nothing moving. There's nothing moving out of Shanghai. So the scapegoat in Shanghai is COVID. Now, we all know that COVID is an absolute farce. They never isolated the the genome of whatever is supposed to be causing COVID. We also know that flu is not a specific disease. It's a syndrome. There's all kinds of different flu. They have never isolated the genome. And this whole thing, and Kerry uh, uh, Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test, has stated on record, got the Nobel Prize, for inventing the PCR test, has stated that this test cannot be used for diagnostic purposes. Its only usefulness is to produce gobs and gobs and gobs of more of the sequence that you have in front of you. It will produce more sequence uh, so you can test uh, test the reproduced sequences uh, for you know laboratory purposes just to do laboratory testing, but not to diagnose the disease in patients. Absolutely not. So, I mean, this is common knowledge in the anti-COVID movement, but you're never going to hear about this in the kosher press. Okay. So, anyway, this, this is the latest from Shanghai. Shanghai suggests lockdown may end as soon as pressure grows on China's zero-COVID policy. Now, okay, are you going to try to control COVID or aren't you? Okay, are you going to try to control it or aren't you? Jennifer Jett and Dylan Duan and Chloe Ching. So it sounds like this is a a multilingual uh, group of authors here. Hong Kong, officials in Shanghai, which has been on lockdown for weeks as officials battle China's worst coronavirus outbreak, supposedly, this is, this is the mainstream story, folks. You can't, you can't believe a word from mainstream. Lamestream, Jewstream. Uh, worst supposedly coronavirus outbreak since the start of the pandemic said Friday that they aim to achieve zero cases outside quarantine by May 20. Uh, there's no cases at all. It's all fake. It's all fake. So the, we know it's fake. And so this whole scamdemic is being used for the great starvation to prevent supplies from getting out of Shanghai. The truck parts that are necessary, the uh, trailer parts, etc., etc., and I know that uh, there are fleets of trucks that are off the road right now waiting for uh, water pumps to be delivered from China. So in addition to the the lack of parts, the high gas prices, some uh, truckers have to spend $2,000 for a fill-up. $2,000 to fill up your gas tank. You think that's going to raise prices, folks? And with more and more truckers out of commission, the supply shortages, folks, this is all orchestrated. That, that's what I'm going to tell you. It's all orchestrated by the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the rabbis, and the Chinese. And Putin has been dragged into it because I'm, I'm absolutely convinced. Russia has absolutely nothing to gain absolutely nothing to gain from this Ukraine invasion. Now, of course, yeah, well, the target was the bioweapons labs that were put in Ukraine by the international Jew. 
the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, and uh, CIA. But uh, how convenient? How convenient is that? All this, uh, and also, I mean, definitely Putin was justified because Ukraine was bombing the hell out of those two provinces that separated from Ukraine in 2014 and killing thousands of those people. Again, the kosher press has reported not a word about that conflict, which was initiated by Ukraine. Of course, Ukraine is a Jewish state under Zelensky, and the the Jewish banksters who took over in Ukraine in 2014 from a duly elected government, uh, it's been a Jewish-controlled state ever since. All right, so uh, so the whole thing smells of rotten eggs, kosher rotten eggs, and uh, but we need a scapegoat. We need a scapegoat for the failing economy, and uh, you can't blame the Federal Reserve Bank, right? Uh, when was the last time the kosher press has said, spoken an honest word about the Federal Reserve Bank and the fact that it's not part of the government? that it's a private entity which controls our money supply. In fact, the American people have handed their checkbook, the government checkbook, over to the international Jew via the Federal Reserve Bank. So it's not going to get any better, folks. This is the, this is it. This is the end game. Bill Gates and company, they've told us they want to eliminate 7 billion people. So it's time to get prepared. Because... They're not going to stop. They especially want to eliminate the white race because we're the only people who have any kind of knowledge and ability to fight back, especially here in America, because they have not been able to take away our guns. And as long as we have guns, the Rothschilds will hesitate to attack America physically. They're going to try every other... Uh, means under the sun. But the fact is, they have bamboozled virtually all of America and all the world with their phony COVID nonsense. And as long as people are going for the shot, these people will die. Yeah, and of course, uh, Seven says that Russia has historic Russian territory to gain and defend. Also, Ukraine is persecuting the native Russian population. Yeah, there's, that's a, that's an internal struggle within Ukraine. And, uh, I've seen the videos where Ukrainian people are saying that their own army, the Ukrainian army itself, has been killing Ukrainian people. And Zelensky said, we will fight to the last Ukrainian, okay? He didn't say, we will fight to the last Zionist, so the last rabbi, to the last international banker. No, he said, we will fight to the last Ukrainian. It's telling me that they intend to sacrifice the Ukrainian people, just like they did 13 million Ukrainians during the Holodomor in the Stalin regime. Okay? These people have no conscience. They absolutely have no conscience. And they believe they have the right to kill people, just as it says in their Talmud. They can do as they please to the Goyim and not bear any guilt. The entire religion of Judaism is infected with this, and every Jewish baker feels the same way, and even more so. 
because they think they have all the power. It's Mystery Babylon, folks. The Bible says Mystery Babylon will deceive the entire world and rule it. For a, for a little season, Revelation chapter 20, a little season. That little season began with the victory of uh, over Bonaparte at Waterloo when the Rothschilds financed all the war, all the armies that were fighting, including the French army, and they came out multi-billionaires after that conflict, and they have been ruling the world from behind the scenes ever since. All right, so let's get back to the Shanghai situation. As the rest of the world moves to live with the virus, uh, no, with or without the virus, <laughs> and it's it's just simply documented. I'm hearing from people in the Chicago area all the time who've gotten, who have friends and relatives who've gotten the shot, especially the booster shot. That these people are not living very long. I've gotten at least uh, four to eight death reports in the last two months known to friends of mine, okay, who got the shot, okay. None of the people who have not gotten any of the shots have gotten ill, period. So it's very clear what's going on here. Uh, But that thing has dragged almost to a screeching halt because, for example, Chris Pete in London has sent word that only half the people in the, in uh, the UK, United Kingdom, have gotten the shot. Half of them haven't got even one shot. So there's tremendous resistance being unreported. It's going unreported. That uh, where uh, it's just not happening, folks. It's not going as fast as they want. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to take a quick call. Hold on. Give me, give me a few seconds. Be patient, folks. Thank you. Yeah, Doc. You, 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 you think you're back online? I, I'm, I'm fine. It got cut off, but there's something very urgent I need to tell you. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay, uh, Doc Waterman just informed me that there is uh, the war in Ukraine is heating up, and uh, it looks like there's going to be battle stations east and west of the border between Ukraine and Russia. So let me see if there's any current news, and I'll try to call him one more time because uh, the last thing we want to see is another war. The last thing Europe wants is another war, and. Uh, uh, if, if this does take place, I don't think Germany is going to go for it. I don't think it's going to go for it. Okay, let's see. We have all-out war in Ukraine versus Russia. 
He says it's, ha- it's going on right now. That Putin himself is in a bunker directing the military. Okay, so the only thing popping up here is abortion rights. Okay. Okay, apparently it's a... uh, (laughs) Who are the Nazis in Ukraine? The Nazis in Ukraine are Jewish Nazis, folks. They're Jewish Nazis. Okay, maybe if, uh, if Doc, you can put a link in the chat room. Because there's uh, uh, here's a live update. See if uh, if this gives us any information. Okay, Zelensky. This is one minute ago. Zelensky thanks Ukraine's Kalush Orchestra for winning Eurovision. Okay, so uh, there's a semblance of civilization still going on in Ukraine. Uh, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has congratulated Ukraine's Kalush Orchestra. Okay. Alright, well, this is a totally unrelated story. And, uh, so, okay. Alright, so, Doc, if you can put a, a link in the chat room concerning what you just, uh, from a Russian source. Okay, it's not in the news yet. Okay. Very, okay, if you can, those in the chat room can see Vlad is in a bunker. Uh, UK, France, US joint attack on Russia. Hasn't made it to the news yet. Okay, we'll start to try to stay on top of the situation. All right, so folks, it's it's heating up. Uh, we told you in 2020 when it was really obvious that the Rothschilds, the Jew World Order, and uh, the World Health Organization, which is just a function of the United Nations Organization, which was created by the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds for world dictatorship, they decided in 2020 to enforce their global lockdown. And this was planned in 2010 already, because I've been uh, informing people of the Operation Lockset by the Rockefellers, which was published in 2010, that this, they're going to do this eventually. And lo well, and behold, 10 years later in 2020, they staged the global lockdown on the pretense, on the pretense of this phony disease. So, folks, it's getting it's getting serious again. As I can't I can't stress enough, and it's time for you to get prepared. I've been trying to warn people. Some people roll their eyes when I tell them there's going to be shortages in the food supply. Don't you remember two years ago when you when you couldn't get toilet paper? It happened once. It can happen again. It happened once. It can happen again. So uh, we're going to get more and more crazy. The world is going to get more and more crazy between now and the second coming. They're just not going to give up. They can't afford. They can't afford to give up. They've gone too far. The the plane has crossed the center of the Atlantic Ocean. That is the Rothschild plane, and it's running out of fuel. And they're two-thirds of the way from Europe to America, and they can't turn back. They've got they've to follow through. They have no choice but to follow through. So, this is the situation, and uh, it's going to get even worse as we continue. So, try to... Well, certainly don't panic. <laughs> certainly don't panic. Just go about your business. Stay calm. 
and get as much supplies as you possibly can. As I've been telling people, canned goods will last way beyond the, the freshness date that's stamped on the can, especially canned goods. I'm not sure, but canned goods like uh, beets, soup, uh, I would say meat is probably the, the least uh, you know, favorable type of product because uh, it, it will lose its flavor. But uh, corn, those types of things, canned corn, I would stay away from stuff that has a lot of sauce in it because the more sauce in it, the more chemicals it has. So like uh, plain old canned corn, canned beets, that sort of thing, uh, stock up. Stock up. Those cans will last for years. They will last for years. And for those of you who have been stocking up on freeze-dried food, so much the better. Okay? And it's time to get ready because this, as we can see, it's going to escalate. It's going to escalate tremendously in the next couple of years. Okay? I don't think we have much more than three or four years left. And uh, it's going to be rough for us from here on out. You know, the gas prices and the supply shortages, there's going to be food shortages, as I've been saying. This is the great starvation. Food shortages are coming. And it's going to start with high prices. So what happens? You remember what happened in uh, New Orleans when that hurricane hit? Uh, three days be- before the, the welfare checks came in. <laughs> okay. They rioted. They practically took, uh, the city of New Orleans, they practically burnt it down after the flood. Okay. Okay. So, uh, it's, it's happening here, folks. And, uh, and baby formula is just the beginning. The higher prices and the fact that the, uh, the fact that the truckers are not going to be able to deliver the goods. They're not going to be able to deliver the goods for lack of truck parts. The fact that the uh, shipping is not happening from China. And this is part of the problem that was created by the Rothschilds. The internationalists, uh, GATT and NAFTA, outsourced all of our manufacturing to overseas, China, India, Mexico, etc. Uh, so that America has become a import import society we used to do a lot of exporting but not anymore because they have turned us into a service economy where basically the jobs are from one uh, american to another locally but we just don't uh, there's nobody here in america that builds water pumps for mac trucks okay maybe there's somewhere in, in central iowa that i don't know about but the vast majority of the production has been shipped overseas. And this is part of the design. I remember very clearly in the 1960s when there were steel mills in Gary, Indiana. You could smell the stench in Chicago from Gary, Indiana. And there were steel mills even on the south side. There used to be a steel mill about uh, a mile from my house where I grew up. That place has closed down. Now it's become a metal recycling place, right? So uh, these industries, American industries, have been deliberately destroyed by the internationalists to set us up so that we cannot defend ourselves. 
Okay? So praise Yahweh, they haven't been able to take our guns away. And uh, I know people who can make ammunition, <laughs> right? People, oh yeah, stock up. Be prepared. Okay? So this is from Parade, a, uh, a typical you know, mainstream rag. If you've seen your local grocery store with empty shelves, you're not alone. Food shortages are still haunting us in 2022. On March 24th, well, didn't Biden warn us that there would be shortages? Didn't he tell us? Didn't he tell us there would be supply chain uh, disruptions? Isn't he the one that shut down the pipeline from Canada to Iowa two years ago? Killing all those jobs? Those pipeline jobs? Didn't Joe Biden tell us that this is going to happen? On March 24, 2022, President Biden warned of food shortages due to the Russian invasion. No, no. This is way before the Russian invasion. Way before. He says it's going to be real. He said of food shortages, quote, The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia, it's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. Well, who is responsible for the fact that we have outsourced practically every commodity that used to be created in America, built in America, is now built in China and other third world countries? Who is responsible for that? It was certainly not the will of the American people that all this happened. Plus, America is an oil-rich country. There's no shortage of oil in America. But the supplies have been cut off by Juno-who and Joe Biden. This is so simple. It's not hard to figure out why all of this is happening. Gates and company have told us they want to eliminate 7 billion people so that they can have the earth to themselves as their playground and keep 500 million slaves. That's what's going on. Because these people are the descendants of Lucifer and uh, the, the fall of angels, recorded in the book of Isaiah and elsewhere in the Bible. That's who these people are. And uh, they're going to fight to the death. And they're going to kill as many of us as they can. Folks, this is the feud that uh, Yahweh spoke of in Genesis 3.15, there will be enmity between the descendants of Cain and the descendants of Eve through Seth. It's absolutely what's going on here, right? Now, the Bible has predicted this, and it's happening, okay? Fortunately, the Bible also predicts the destruction of the Edomites, and that the Edomites will be gathered first, the tares will be gathered first, and burned and we, his people, will be alive and well watching it happen. Okay, we'll be uh, watching the ships of Tarshish, so to speak, the Mystery Babylon, burning. And we had an example of that already earlier uh, this year when a ship full of electric cars coming from Europe to America caught fire. The electric cars caught fire and an entire ship sank. The Bible says that the ships of Mystery Babylon will burn, okay? And the, the merchants of the earth will wail and moan as their ships are burning. And just not the ships, folks. How about factories? You know, they think they can manage this colossal shutdown, this global colossal shutdown. 
But every country they shut down, every person they fire, every family they victimize will have an angry family member wanting to take vengeance upon the corporation that has victimized them. Folks, this is going to be getting ugly. This is going to get really ugly. Uh, there was just another shooting in Georgia, I believe it was. Several people dead. Uh, and, and of course, it's blamed, it's all going to blame it on some white supremacist with a manifesto. Oh God, not another manifesto. And uh, these manifestos are always fake, right? The only ma- real manifesto was Ted Kaczynski when he, uh, he wrote that technology is going out of control and will be used for only one purpose, to control us and to enslave us. But they wouldn't read that manifesto for you, would they? Because it's right spot on, okay? So he continues, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed on Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well. This is almost lucid. If <laughs> This is Joe Biden speaking. Including European countries and our country as well. Both Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example. Just to give you one example, lithium is another element. Find out below what food shortages are most common, why there's a grocery shortage, and why shelves may be empty where you shop. Again, the shortages are going to be most strongly felt in the cities. In the cities, and I can, uh, and if the, I remember the the great blizzard of '79 when uh, May, or no, actually '67. We had Chicago had two blizzards, twelve years apart, where it was like two feet of snow. In '67, there was so much snow that commerce ground to a halt. There were no deliveries of anything, including milk, <laughs> baby formula, into the city of Chicago for over a week. People began panicking. The store shelves were empty. I can't remember if we had frozen pipes in those days. I think we had water. All right, and I was able to get around my, on my motorcycle, but the streets, the cars, there was nothing moving except some people walking and me on my motorcycle. So, because I figured if I fall, I'll just fall into snow and I won't get hurt. And that's what the case. That was the case. Okay. He continues. Shortages may depend on where you buy your groceries, as there are regional differences in supply. Josh Brazil. Vice President of Supply Insights at Project 44, a supply chain visibility solution says, that means some of you may be lucky enough to not have any food shortages at all. Well, hopefully, what's missing from local grocery shelves may vary depending on where you live as well as the climate where you live. Winter storms slow down supply chains in the short term, blah, blah, blah. Okay, oh, yeah. So, if you live in a rural community or in a suburb, you know, contact your farmer's market. Contact the farmer. You may you may have to buy direct. Okay. So on top of this, what's coming next? As we've been telling you here at Eurofolk Radio, the U.S. dollar, Federal Reserve note, is slumping very badly, and uh, it's being hyperinflated. Of course, they're really under-reporting the rate of inflation. They're, the government's claiming it's only 8%. Uh, 
But as I reported on a couple of shows already, in two months, the price of a pint of honey went from four fifty to eight dollars. That's just in two months. The inflation rate is way more, and it's got to be twenty percent or more. Uh, it's it's going to be very very serious. Don't don't believe anything the government says. Remember, just before the crash of twenty nine, <laughs> they, they said, "Oh, everything's fine." The market is going to go up and up and up and up. It'll never stop going up, right? Invest. Invest your money. Buy on margin. Lose everything when the crash happens. Okay? There's absolutely no doubt that this hyperinflation... Because why? Because the Rothschilds plan to replace the Federal Reserve note with CBDC. That is Central Bank Digital Currency. Central bank digital currency. From Investopedia. Are we headed for a hyperinflation? I think so. Some think the U.S. is set to achieve an inflation rate of 1,000% or more. Let's see. 100% is uh, twice. So 1,000 is five times. That... That will really create a problem because, as you know, wages, especially if you're on a fixed income, are the last uh, commodity to raise in price. Everything else is going to increase in price. Food, lodging, travel, etc. Those prices are going to escalate, but your wages will not escalate. Your, uh, your Social Security check will not escalate. Okay? So if it's a thousand percent, your, your, the money in your pocket will lose one fifth of its value. One fifth of its value. Am I, are we at Eurofolk Radio? <laughs> oh, seven asked, was that when Jane Byrne showed up? Yeah, I think Jane Byrne showed up. Jane Byrne showed up after the second blizzard. <laughs> okay. The sec- because Mayor Belandic did not act as, as promptly as Mayor Daly did. Uh, Mayor Daly, he, he actually brought in snowplows from Iowa and Michigan to clear the streets of Chicago so that the supplies could be brought in. Now that's acting, right? Now that's a good mayor, even if he's mob connected. <laughs> that's a good mayor. He did the right thing in that case, but Belandic failed to act. And uh, that's how Jane Byrne became mayor of the city of Chicago. That's how it works, folks. Yeah, so people never forgot, forgave Belandic for that. All right. So, food shortages, and uh, and this is not the this is not a blizzard, folks. It's a blizzard in terms of a blizzard of fraud. It's a blizzard of fraud. Okay, so. It says in this article from Parade, it is a combination of factors, supply chain issues and driver shortages. Yeah, driver shortages. The fact that the ports are backed up and uh, there's a, a waiting line of ships on the California coast and on the East Coast. They can't unload their stuff. There was actually a labor strike on the, on the West Coast halting halting uh, trade, halting unloading. So everything is collapsing at once. Can you say all at once? Are we having a bad day? 
supply chain issues, driver shortages, scarcity of packaging, plastic bags, labor shortages at manufacturing and production plants as the workforce has not returned as facilities restarted from COVID closures. Keith Daniels of Karl Marx Advisors. (laughs) That's Karl with a C and Marx with an S. Not, 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 not an X, Marks, M-A-R-K-S, advisors told us. And yes, COVID-19 plays a huge role, especially the latest variants. Okay, COVID is the scapegoat, right? Blame it on COVID, that phony disease, and blame it on Putin. Scapegoat time, folks. You have to have a scapegoat to convince the people that this is beyond the control of the banksters. No, it's not, folks. The banksters are fully in control. He continues. Omicron infections impacting employees reporting to work at manufacturing and grocery stores. Higher demand from consumers. Well, yeah, if there's, a, <laughs> if there's a shortage of supplies, demand goes higher, right? Particularly impacting, the, that's called economics, folks. Particularly impacting the last few weeks as consumers revert to eating at home from restaurants out of fears of Omicron, Daniel said. The recent abrupt winter weather is also slowing down distribution. I have a feeling also that the uh, farmers in Illinois, you know, Illinois is practically, I'd say, 70% farmland. And we have had the coldest, wettest spring since 1953. It's been raining and cold nonstop all spring, you know, continuing from uh, getting out of winter and into the spring. We just had a, a, a heat wave recently, three days in a row of 90 degrees and dry. For the first time, you know, since you know, since last uh, since last summer, actually, okay. So uh, it's been, and I, I'm sure it's engineered weather. There's no doubt about it. Chemtrails. In fact, I was working on the west side yesterday, and there was a chemtrail X in the sky directly above my head. The pilot made an X directly above my head. So you know they're toying with us. They're absolutely toying with us. Okay, Daniel says, oh, meat shortages, especially beef and poultry, will plague us again in 2022. Uh, Time to switch to a vegetarian diet. Time to grow your own if you can. Get in touch with a farmer's market. Get in touch with a farmer. Daniel says that meat and poultry are in short supply in many supermarkets. This is due to several factors, with manufacturing plant labor shortages causing most of the issues. Beef will likely see the most shortages because work in beef plants is more labor-intensive, according to Food Business News. Okay, and it's going to get more expensive. Dairy may be in short supply. A combination of expensive crops to feed livestock and chickens, combined with high transportation costs and shortages of packaging materials, especially plastics, may cause dairy shortages at your local supermarket. In addition to material shortages, labor shortages may also impact grocery shelves in terms of transportation workers as well as grocery workers to stock the dairy case. Uh, Get a bicycle. You may not be able to get gas. Uh, maybe get a motorcycle or one of those powered you know, bicycles. Because 
it may be very difficult to get around. And uh, you don't want to be going through a bad neighborhood <laughs> on a bicycle or a motorcycle. As a result, you may have fewer options in terms of your usual purchases of milk, cheese, especially cream cheese, yogurt, and other dairy items, okay? So it's all going to be in short supply as we move under. What about eggs? Similar to other food shortages we've encountered, COVID-related supply chain issues, and they are COVID-related because of the imposed lockdown. But it's all fake. It's all manufactured. The shortages are happening. Well, they've closed down so many businesses, small businesses, in 2021 and 2022 that uh, a lot of people are out of work and they can't afford it. Uh, the stimulus checks are another reason for inflation. Okay. The the Biden administration has been spending money like it is out of style. Not going out of style. It is out of style because the central bank uh, digital currency will replace it very soon. Similar to other food shortages we've encountered, COVID-related supply chain issues have interrupted the business side of commercial egg production. Increased expenses, feed, freight, labor costs, supply shortage. Well, I mean, the the help has to get paid better so they can feed themselves, right? And pay their rent and or mortgages. See, the wages are always the last thing to go up. Supply shortages and government regulation have put a strain on the overall bottom line. As a result, producers may be reducing flock sizes, stopping shipping to some states, or selling eggs previously sold to consumers to manufacturers who use them as ingredients in other products, thus reducing the eggs available in the supermarkets. Okay, are you smelling a a crash, folks? Is it too early to talk about a, a depression? The Greater Depression, folks, that's what it's going to be. Because in 2008, I saw the bubble. I saw the housing bubble coming. They were letting in Mexicans to buy houses at 0% interest. Okay? That was a bubble, folks. We knew that was going to crash. But these supply shortages and what's happening with the war, again, they need an excuse to... uh, have the inflation and high prices and shortages. That way the the bankers never get blamed. Uh, Anybody but the bankers are going to get blamed. From crop failures, thanks to climate change. Okay, blame it on climate change. Yeah, right, climate change, global warming. See, we should have paid attention. We should have got electric car sooner. We should have uh, sold our SUVs. Oh, wait a minute. Those electric cars are catching fire, <laughs> and they don't go very far, and it takes an hour to charge up. Uh, sorry. That's just another scare tactic, folk. Uh, just get to waste your money in areas that, uh, you know, to, to make you poor, right? And you should have used that money to stock up on rice and beans. And as I've been saying for years, Get a wheelbarrow because you're going to need a wheelbarrow full of money to buy a loaf of bread just like in Germany during the Weimar Republic. Just like the Weimar Republic. They're going hog wild. They're going all out to destroy the white race and destroy the white nations. They really don't have any choice anymore because 
too many people are catching on. Uh, a recent survey that said uh, 45% of Americans are conspiracy theorists. <laughs> That's up from many, you know, 10 years ago for sure. Okay, people aren't by it. Well, the one good thing Trump did was he alerted the, the sleeping sheeple to the fact that the news is fake. All right, with fake news, it comes an awakening when you realize that the news is fake. Okay, Williams explains, fruit and veggies were harvested, and as consumers stockpiled, food processors had to purchase more to keep up with demand. This is impacting fruit and vegetables themselves, but also items such as soup that include vegetables as one ingredient of many. Uh, I think we're going to get a very uh, thin thin soup, you know, what do they call that? Uh, uh, stock, soup stock. You're lucky to get any vegetables in those cans anymore. Or, okay, yeah, ramen noodles. There you go. D- dried soup. Lipton dried soup. You may have to stock on that stuff. All right. At least it fills your tummy. Dealnews.com consumer analyst Julie Ramhold says that the issues aren't limited to fresh produce. Nothing that frozen veggies may also face, oh, noting rather, that frozen veggies may also face shortages. Okay, well, I mean, uh, if they can't get the veggies, they can't get the veggies. And uh, the uh, the more uh, processing that the product requires, the longer it takes to get to market. Okay, so if you can get if you can get it directly from your farmer, you may have to drive while you can get gas. <laughs> drive out to the country and uh, go to a what a uh, a fruit stand, a roadside fruit stand. You remember the last time you drove down that lonely highway and there was a fruit stand? Find that place. Find it. But now also, oh, wow. High prices and low availability of aluminum may cause canned food and beverage shortages this year, much like the end of 2021. This extends not just to canned food, but also to canned pet food. You love your pet? Stock up. So we may see all kinds of shortages that never you would never have dreamt could possibly happen, right? But in 1929, nobody thought it could happen. By the way, the crash of 1929 was engineered by the Federal Reserve Bank. They simply stopped putting money into circulation and nobody could get paid because the companies that would pay the employees didn't have the money to pay them. The banksters simply took money out of circulation. That's what caused the crash of 29. Oh, imports. Imported foods like cheeses, boba, whatever that is, and other foreign-produced items may be in short supply due to the availability, supply chain issues, and higher costs to transport goods overseas. Everything in Europe is going to go up, 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 up much faster than here in America because America has, still produces a lot of its own stuff locally, okay? Get in touch with your local supplier of anything and everything. Develop a friendship with a local supplier, whatever industry he or she may be in. Okay, yeah, pet food shortage, bottled water and soda shortages may occur, okay? Get a water filter, a good one. An expensive one, because they're going to get even more expensive. Oh no, oh no, 
What did I just see? Toilet paper! Paper towels! And other paper goods may face shortages. It may be time to invest in a bidet. <laughs> because toilet paper is in short supply. They make these uh, add-on bidets that attach to your toilet seat. They're relatively inexpensive. Ramholt explained, This is an item we had already seen purchasing limits placed on again as of a month or so again. So it's not surprising it may be part of why we're seeing empty shelves in the grocery store. It's subject to the same problems as other products, supply chain issues, labor shortages due to illness, etc. So some retailers have tried to preempt further issues by reinstating those purchasing limits. Okay, well, yeah, there will be rationing. When you see that rationing is occurring, you go to the store and it says no more than two items per customer, you know that it's here. The great starvation is here. Just like World War II, they had to ration goods locally so they could supply the war, right? The war effort. Okay, so it's it's just going to get worse for you. You may have to say no to noodles. Oh, no. In the case of a pasta shortage. Ramholt says the pasta shortage that frustrated many a carb lover in 2021 is continuing in 2022. This is a staple for many households, and with the threat of inclement weather in some areas, some shoppers may be stocking up on these items in an effort to have easy meals on hand should they be snowed in, or well, what a, fr- frozen in, or locked in, because you don't have the money to go anywhere, and there's nothing out there to buy. So stock up now, folks. I'm not telling you to panic. But slowly but surely, increase your stock of everything, especially food. And you know, if you can get a uh, a Berkey, <laughs> you're going to be needing clean water, clean water, and uh, pro- let everybody else buy the pop. You don't need pop, although sugar is a, a commodity that stores well. You keep it dry. Sugar, beans. Uh, uh, not brown sugar, though. Brown sugar doesn't store as well as white sugar. And same as with rice. Brown rice doesn't store as well as white rice. Because brown rice still has so, uh, nutrition. <laughs> has some sort of vegetable product in it. Where white rice has been stripped of its uh, food value. That therefore, will last longer, right? Okay. Pasta short. Oh, no, no, no. Booze. Booze shortage, but liquor may be hard to come by. Okay, why are shelves empty in 2022? Winter storms may cause empty shelves for the short term, and climate change is causing long-term issues. So they say, right? So they say. Blame it on climate change. Blame it on everything. Oh, blame it on COVID. Another manufactured crisis. Climate change is a manufactured crisis. And this war is a manufactured crisis. And if Doc is right that it's really heating up, then it, the crisis is going to get worse. The shortages of everything, especially in Europe, it's going to get worse. I don't see anything that's going to turn around the the coming shortages, the coming depression, the greater depression, as I've been calling it. It's here. It's here now. 
And there's nothing anybody can do about it because they want. We know that the internationalists want this. They want this because they, they're, they're not motivated by wealth. They're motivated by power. They want power and control over us. And they figure, they've always been able to ride out any depression they have caused because number one, they planned it. So they prepared. They were preppers. The bankers are always preppers, right? Okay. And so their, their uh, estates are, their pantries and their estates are full. And they've got gardens in the backyard. They know what they're doing. They know how to plan depressions. But this time, they want to create an impression that affects the entire world to reduce the population by 7 billion. That's another matter. Things are going to get very bad as they continue down this road. There's no backing backing out of this anymore because, as I've been saying, people are catching on and people are getting angrier and angrier. And sooner or later, uh, banks, especially the big banks, are going to experience terrorist events. I'm sure they're ready for that as well. Okay. Dan DePodwin, AccuWeather Director of Forecast Operations, said that the snow and ice storms around the country... Okay, well, we're, we're past that. Uh, grocery deliveries have been significantly disrupted as major roads experience shutdowns and dangerous conditions. Uh, you know what? If and electricity is going to be more expensive, gas, you know, gas, not gasoline, but gas coming to heat your home is going to get more expensive. So you're going to have to f- figure alternative ways of heating and cooling. Okay. Oh, cyber attacks. Cyber attacks have slowed supply chains. MerchantMaverick.com retail and shopping analyst Shannon Vissers says that the cream cheese shortage in particular is due to ongoing supply issues stemming from a cyber attack. Some meat plants were also subjected to cyber attacks in the last quarter of 2021, and they're still feeling those effects today. Packaging materials are facing their own shortage. The scarcity of aluminum and plastics makes many manufacturers unable to keep up with the demand for packaged items, leading to shortages of products like bottled beverages and canned goods. Time to make your own. Brew your own beer. Get your sarsaparilla. <laughs> Stock up on sarsaparilla. Labor shortages. At, yeah, the, the, the labor shortage that was created by what? By the, the welfare checks, by the stimulus checks. People who would have, could have gone to work and would have, should have, but didn't because it was easier for them not to work and get paid, you know, just like the welfare state. Sooner or later, the welfare state collapses. It's just a question of time because as society collapses, money collapses, etc. Okay, so that's the way things are working out right now. And labor shortages as well. So that's a kind of wrap-up of the supply chain issues. The supply chain issues are really getting bad, folks. So it's time for us to really hunker down, hunker down, and see, uh, smell, smell the uh, stench of, smell the stench of fraud, folks. Globalist fraud. And it stinks all the way down to hell. 
that stinks all the way down to hell. So we're uh, now medicine. Medicine is at uh, well. Let me put it this way: the the current medical establishment is the number three killer in America. <laughs> the number three killer in America. Now this was before COVID. So now after the COVID pandemic, it's gotten even worse. It's gotten even worse. Okay, and of course they're deliberately killing people. And they're threatening doctors who don't play the game with losing their jobs, uh, losing their licenses, etc., etc. So it's obvious they've gone after, they're coming after us. The average citizen, the average citizen has, has no idea that this is happening. No idea. Because it, why? They simply trust their doctors, right? No, you don't trust anybody who's out to make a profit. No, do your own research. Okay? So with, with regard to uh, diseases being caused by the vaxxers, okay, myocarditis is up 2,800%. Cancers are up 300% to 900%. Infertility in both genders is up 500%. Miscarriages are up 300% since the vaccine rollout, right? The the uh, injection rollout. Neurological disorders are up 1,000%. Demyelinating disorders, such as MS, uh, up 500%. Multiple sclerosis, up 600%. Gullian Barr syndrome, 500%. HIV, 500%. Pulmonary embolisms, up 400%. So those of us who are conspiracy trackers, not theorists, but conspiracy trackers, have been expecting this kind of news. And it's something that we have been preparing for. So the, the best thing that we can do here at Eurofolk Radio is just keep keep the faith and keep preaching the fact that the world is in a major shutdown, a deliberate, a deliberately imposed shutdown that is not going to get fixed. There's no politicians can fix this because all the politicians are either being threatened or bought off. They're either threatened or bought off. Okay? So, it's time for you to get ready. <laughs> it's time for us to get ready. Alright? And then, uh, cell phones. So, right now, cell phones, um, you, know, you can expect uh, rates to go up, although it's, right, right now, most of the infrastructure for cell phones has already been built. But, they're still building this 5G system, and this 5G system is is going to get worse. Our health is going to get worse due to 5G and constant radiation coming upon us. So uh, we're going to have to <laughs> we're going to have to figure out how to stay healthy in spite of all of the radiation that's surrounding us. This is a really horrible situation, folks. Okay, so 
Now, this doesn't even take into consideration the radical left, who still believes that capitalism is the enemy, right? Still believes that free enterprise is the enemy. So, if you're throwing your money down the rat hole by sending your child into a college, <laughs> uh, all I can say is get out, get them out of that college. It's time to get them out of out of college, one hundred percent. They shouldn't be in college because colleges today in America and probably all over the world, including many Christian colleges, are nothing but communist hellholes. They teach children communism. They don't teach them anything else but communism, uh, transgenderism, uh, you know, global warming, all the fear porn that's going around and all the degeneracy that's going around. That's what's being taught in the colleges. They're not educating them by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. So I'm going to now switch to, because I had this uh, actually planned for this evening to uh, share with you, uh, Credit is Debt Slavery by Bruce McCarthy. And I need to see if I can copy this for you all here. Okay. And put it in the chat room. The title of this article is Credit is Debt Slavery by Bruce McCarthy. And, of course, his book is available. And uh, if I have time, I'll uh, I'll mention his book because we have uh, copies of it for sale that uh, people need to read his. And plus... Yeah, yeah, the tribe has taken a charge of Finland as well. All right, yeah, and it looks like Finland is going to uh, engage in the war. That's uh, has not quite raging yet, not quite raging yet, but it's threatening to. Okay, uh, yeah, it's uh. Everything's out of control. Thank you, Jeffrey. It's out of control. There's absolutely no doubt. Okay, so I just put the article into the chat chat room. This is by Bruce McCarthy, who is, even outside of identity, one of the best economists, and he's a Christian identity economist, one of the best economists to walk the earth. Okay, so you can't go wrong by uh, following his advice and reading his work. So let me get back here. Okay, I lost the article. I'll just uh, since I just put it in the chat room, I'll click on the link that I just put in there and have it come up on my screen. Okay, credit is debt slavery by Bruce G. McCarthy. This booklet is presented so you'll know the cause of all of this economic chaos. This is not taught in colleges. This is not taught in any school. It's not taught by the bankers. It's not taught by the liberals. It's not taught by the conservatives. You have to learn this from a, an excellent teacher. And those of us in Christian identity know more about this than any other population group on the planet. But here we go. This booklet is presented on behalf of the many Americans who sincerely want to be free and the many more who think they are. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's tons of people who think they're free, uh, but if you're paying income tax, you're not free. America did not have income tax when it was founded. The 16th Amendment is another fraud. 
perpetrated upon the American people. Many thanks to those dedicated individuals who have ceasingly given of themselves to arouse an unsuspecting public as to the grave social and economic consequences we face, with special thanks to the monetary realists who have preserved the essence of the late Merrill Jenkins. Okay, not familiar with Merrill Jenkins. The monetary realists are essentially the hard money people. And I read a lot of their books when I was in college. Uh, and uh, for, I was fortunate enough to be part of a discussion group with students who were uh, of the University of Chicago who had Milton Friedman as their professor. Okay, everything else was liberalism, spend, spend, spend liberalism, and Milton Friedman was the only one teaching uh, real economics, but let's continue. It is my sincere and fervent hope the reader will sense the magnitude of our plight and the urgency required to effect its resolution. May God grant you the wisdom to see and the strength to endure, for the time draws near when you must choose the path you will follow and let your ways be established. I'm not sure when this was written, but we in Identity have been giving the warning that the world economic system is going to collapse, and it's finally happening. In tendering the necessary Federal Reserve notes to make this booklet possible, (laughs) I hereby acknowledge the following. One, Federal Reserve notes are liabilities of the Federal Reserve Bank, a private corporation. Federal Reserve notes are non-redeemable, our money authority thereby acknowledging bankruptcy. Well, it's, it's a shadow game. It's fiat money inflation. It's, it's paper that's not backed by any asset. It's just paper money with no backing whatsoever. Fiat money inflation is what we got. And the Federal Reserve notes used to be redeemable in silver, in gold, not anymore. Three, these Fed notes are evidence of monetized debt, being IOU slash UOME <laughs> negotiable instruments. Four, liabilities cannot pay off a debt, thereby leaving this transaction incomplete the publisher having not been paid for this publication. I have merely transferred evidence of debt that cannot be paid. So if he, if you're paying with Federal Reserve notes, you're, you're basically paying him off with a promise to pay because it's not real money. Those, those debt notes, before they became debt notes, were promissory notes that promised to pay in real money, namely gold and silver, as our Constitution stresses. Continuing, money is a subject we all take a superficial interest in, but seldom do we seek an understanding of its nature or the consequences of leaving such matters to our experts. If we were to think diligently about such terms as money, dollar, credit, bonds, etc., we might just realize we have let familiarity breed contempt, just as many of us have come to take for granted such things as telephones, televisions, airplanes, and the internal combustion engine. Well, those things still work temporarily, but even with funny money (laughs) to pay the bills for those services and items, those aren't going to work either. The Greater Depression is coming, folks, and they're going to pretend it's not happening, 
Like that song in the 60s, the the revolution will not be televised. Not only will it not be televised, it won't even be reported. They'll pretend that things are hunky-dory, just like they did up until the crash in 1929. Black Tuesday, October 29th, 1929, when people started jumping out of windows. But how many of us fully understand how these things work, despite their everyday use? Keeping this in mind, let us examine more closely this thing called money and perhaps lay bare the reason for our distressed economy. Okay, So, Bruce McCarthy is laying it all out for us. The real cause of all our monetary problems are the banksters and their fake money. Quote, All the perplexities, confusions, and distresses in America arise not from defects in the Constitution or Confederation, not from want of honor or virtue, as much from downright ignorance of the nature of coin, credit, and circulation. John Adams. Okay, yeah, and he was absolutely right, because people think that the piece of paper in their wallet is actually worth something. No, at at a 20% inflation rate, that piece of paper that you call a U.S. dollar is losing 20% of its value this year, if not more. So they're robbing you of 20% of your income as they continue to hyperinflate the currency. It's robbery, folks. Inflation is an invisible tax. It's robbery. Even more directly, it's robbery. So we, we need to get our head straight. And, well, by the way, when the economy really starts to collapse, which is it will, commodities such as cigarettes, uh, canned goods, people are going to, when people start starving, they'll come knocking on your door begging for food, right? And they might be uh, driving in their, <laughs> Cadillac from the south side of Chicago starving if, they, if they're not killing each other and eating each other. And then uh, when they really are starving, then they're going to take their old Cadillac, drive down state and try to rob the local suburbs if they can get away with that, right? So th- this is going to be the night of the living dead, folks. It's going to be the night of the living dead. Predictive programming. They've been preparing for us for this. Webster's Collegiate Dictionary defines money as, one, metal, as gold, silver, or copper, coined or stamped, and issued as a medium of exchange. Also, anything customarily used as a medium of exchange and measure of value, as sheep, wampum, gold dust, etc. Any commodity that is exchanged by people for other goods. That's money. However, there's only two items throughout history that have served that purpose consistently, and that's gold and silver. And uh, definition number six, he's skipping the four in between, written or stamped promises or certificates which pass current as a means of payment. Okay, that's another definition of money. Now, the U.S. Constitution does not forbid us for giving each other checks, I mean, in payment. As long as we agree to pay each other in this form or that form, 
there's no problem. But when the government starts printing money like it's out of style and creating a hyperinflationary economy, we are being robbed. And only the government has that power. In our case, it's the Federal Reserve Bank, which tells our government what to do, not vice versa. Folk and Wagnall's standard def- dictionary adds a further definition of money, money of account. Uh, that doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what we can get out of this, if anything. Money of account. What in the world does that mean? Most people would agree that money means a medium of exchange. But the same line of reasoning would have us call an airplane a medium of transportation. Like, yeah, you want my, you want to borrow my airplane? <laughs> Likewise, with a bus, train, bicycle, roller skates, even a pair of legs might be called a medium of transportation. But our definition is apparently vague. So money must be more concretely defined, unless, of course, there is no such tangible thing as money. Aha! Suddenly we realize something. Something must be used as money, and that money in and of itself does not exist. The Coinage Act of 1792 and the United States Statute Codes both declare thus, quote, The money of account of the United States shall be expressed in dollars. Dollars. What's a dollar? That piece of paper in your wallet is not a dollar, folks. This is definition comes from Title 31 U.S.C. 371 and the Coinage Act of April the 2nd, 1792, Section 20. As far as I know, those laws still obtain. Dollars are not the money, but the expression of the money. Similarly, concrete is expressed in cubic yards, but there are no foundations built out of cubic yards. <laughs> of cubic yards, concrete, the entity, is expressed in cubic yards, unit of measure, and nobody would expect to pay a concrete company for cubic yards without getting the concrete. So, what is money? What is the money of account of the United States? Quote: No state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debts. Unquote. This is Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution. Alright? Nothing but gold and silver coin. Coin. Physical piece of metal. Okay? Now, this does not prevent individual consumers, lenders, borrowers, etc. from engaging in barter. I mean, you can still engage in barter, you can still write each other checks, but when the, it's actually the case that the government can only accept gold and silver coin, and can only, let's put it this way, if the government spent coin into circulation, this economy would flourish. That's all they have to do is spend coin into circulation. But the banksters have always taken gold and silver out of circulation. Why? So they can substitute their worthless paper. It's really that simple, folks. They always want to substitute their worthless paper for real, tangible goods. By the way, that is biblical money, too. Shekel is a weight. Gold and silver shekels are constantly referred to in the Bible. And that's real money, folks. 
real money. So we are being robbed by the banksters as we speak. And most people have no idea that they are being robbed. This is a sad, sad state of affairs. But we have to keep preaching the message. Get ready because the depression, the greater depression is here. And they, they can't fix it. They have no intention of fixing it. Okay, The Federal Reserve bears total responsibility in America for all of this economic chaos. And they're not going to give up control. And they don't care if you live or die. They don't care if you starve. That's the reality. Okay, so a dollar is a unit of measure, but it represents a real commodity, namely gold and silver. He continues, Over the years, we have been blessed with a variety of dollars. One of gold, the smallest coin minted in the U.S., one of 90% silver, one of 40% silver, some Eisenhower dollars, one of a standard dimension with no silver, <laughs> another Eisenhower, and the know-nothing super quarter called the, Su- the Susan B. Agony and the real che- cheapskate paper dollar. As the dollar, quote-unquote, was fashioned from cheaper materials, the prices mysteriously began to rise, some calling the phenomenon inflation. A more realistic way of looking at this might be to say that the money of account, gold and silver, was progressively removed from circulation, being substituted by cheaper substances, yet retaining the asserted value by fiat or declaration. By whose declaration? By banker declaration. Since the public still thought the money was the same, and the money of account became an imaginary non-entity as a result of progressively greater seniorage, the difference between face value and free market value. Our money of account is now 100% seniorage, as we will see more closely later in this this text. Yeah, So, face value and real value are two different things. And what he's referring to here is if you bought, uh, let's say, a pound of gold in 1980 for 500 bucks a pound... I mean, uh, an ounce, $500 an ounce. Can you imagine what you could convert that gold into today? You'd be a billionaire. The gold retained its value. The paper bucks, nothing. Did not retain anything. That's why we've had a consistent inflationary spiral since Nixon uh, took the uh, dollar off the gold standard. I believe that was in 1973. Okay, quote, Lenin is said to have declared that the best way to destroy the capitalist system was to debauch the currency, unquote. This, John Maynard Keynes, globalist economist. Yeah, yeah, and Lenin was right. (laughs) Throughout history, man has used many different things as money. For example, cows, salt, cowrie shells, Tea, opium, tobacco, rice, stone wheels, iron, gold, uh, flowers, tulips, the, the tulip inflation in Holland. When did that happen? In the 1600s? But despite their dissimilarity, they all possessed a unifying characteristic. They were all wealth. They were all valuable commodities. And wealth is tangible. 
Well, paper is tangible, somewhat. <laughs> it's flimsy. <laughs> now, if dollars measure silver and gold, and states are required to settle debts in these precious metals, where is the silver and gold? Good question. It was stolen by some very clever folks in a most subtle manner, but we'll cover that later. First, we must understand some very basic economics. Number one, trade commerce has been the motivating force behind the establishment of money. And as the volume of trade increased, there was a change in the substance that was used as money, especially as man developed the talents of processing ores and fashioning coins. Let's consider a simple illustration to demonstrate the need for an exchange medium. Joe would like to buy two goats from Bill and is willing to pay one sheep. But Bill doesn't want any sheep, but would like to have a cow. Dilemma, Joe has no cows, but Harry has oodles of them. New Deal, not to be confused with FDR, Joe, is able to trade two sheep for one cow. New Dilemma, if one cow equals two sheep, and one sheep equals two goats, one cow must be equal to four goats. Therefore, two goats, what Joe wanted in the first place, must be half a cow. <laughs> well, how do you get half a cow? But without a freezer, Bill would have little use for half a cow. Idea. Joe offers Bill an intermediate substance called salt, and Bill accepts since he recognizes the swappability of salt. But Bill, that's good. That's a great uh, swappability. I like that. Bill could then offer this salt, plus a little more, Baker's dozen, to Harry in exchange for a cow. Salt was used as money since it was the medium of exchange. Salt money gave way, thank heavens, to silver and gold. Yeah, because salt, if it gets wet, is not worth anything. Salt and silver and gold, which have been acceptable worldwide as money for over 3,000 years, Gold and silver wealth were slowly replaced by money, quoted the imaginary demand of money, in such a way the public was either unaware or even in an ex even an accessory to the fraud. Well, yeah, a lot of a lot of people like uh, lawyers and bankers, you know, your local bankers and uh, politicians are accessories to the fraud. The public is clueless. In general, the public, general public is, is clueless. In ancient times, a goldsmith, forerunner of the modern banker, would store people's gold for safekeeping and a fee. He soon discovered that few people reclaimed their gold relative to his stock, since it represented surplus savings and being shrewd euphemism for crooked. <laughs> Remember, Nakash was the most crooked and shrewd being in the garden? the goldsmith began to lend out a considerable portion of the gold for a fee or interest. Okay, But that gold actually belonged to somebody else. But he knew that uh, the, the owner rarely came back to claim that gold. He was using his uh, receipts for the gold as currency. Keeping just enough, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> to cover his hind-end depositors. Banking lending soon replaced saving banking. Something else was discovered. The receipts issued by the goldsmith to the depositors soon began to circulate as currency since they provided convenience, but could still claim the gold through redemption, provided the crook in the middle still had some in his vault. Similarly, in the U.S., proxy certificates began to circulate in lieu of gold and silver coin. 
but they could always, so we thought, claim the precious metal they represented. That is until somebody decided to close the gold window in 1933 and the silver window in 1968. By the way, those are both Democrats, FDR and LBJ. At one time, bankers were merely middlemen. They made a profit by accepting golden coins brought to them for safekeeping and lending them to borrowers. But they soon found that the receipts they issued to depositors were being used as a means of payment. That's the original form of check money, although way back in ancient Babylon, it was uh, clay tablets. Clay tablet style receipts. This clay tablet, uh, to pay to the bearer on demand, ten sheep. Okay? So, if you, if you want, uh, two horses for ten sheep, you, you, you find somebody who gives you a promissory note for, uh, two horses. Okay? Deal. Alright? So, the promissory notes, the, these are the predecessors to checks, check money, began circulating as currency, as quote-unquote money, while the gold just stayed there in the bank vault. These receipts were acceptable as money since whoever held them could go to the banker and exchange them for metallic money. That is, for real money. Then bankers discovered that they could make loans merely by giving borrowers their promises to pay banknotes. In this way, banks began to create money. That is, promises. So, when the Federal Reserve Bank puts money into circulation, it simply prints these notes, which are promises to pay. But they didn't do anything to earn <laughs> that money, right? They didn't do anything except uh, hire somebody to print to print that money. So, they didn't work for that. They just printed it. And then they spent it into circulation as if they had earned it, like the rest of us schleps have to do. And this is what causes inflation. Now, the Federal Reserve Bank and the economists that they hire and the government officials that they hire and the, uh, the prostitutes that they hire all will tell you that raising interest rates will slow down inflation. No, it won't. Because interest rates have nothing to do with the printing press. It'll slow down the economy, but it won't slow down the printing press. They're just going to continue to inflate the money, and that's when you have stagflation. Stagflation, folks. The economy is collapsing, but the <laughs> the paper money mills are rolling full time. Remember the Federal Reserve? I forget who it was. He said, "We're going to print so much money that we'll be dropping it from helicopters." That's called quantum easing. <laughs> we'll ease it into circulation by dropping it from helicopters, folks. You see the de- deceitful language that they use? So, let me repeat this. Then bankers discovered that they could make loans merely by giving borrowers their promises to pay. Banknotes. In this way, banks create money. More notes could be issued than the gold and coin on hand because only a portion of the notes outstanding would be presented for payment at any one time. 
And of course, this is what happened in the Great Depression when uh, there was a run on the banks because people put their cash, uh, cash, and most of these cash notes were actually uh, silver certificates or gold certificates. And the bank had to give you gold, but they didn't even have the cash. They didn't even have the cash on hand at the bank. You know, so you see how this fraud perpetuates itself and gets worse and worse. More notes could be issued than the gold and coin on hand because only a portion of the notes outstanding would be presented for payment at one any one time to the teller at the bank. And then you had to be lucky enough to be there first to get your account, to close out your account, and those behind you, they're, they're all chomping at the bit, worrying whether or not the bank would run out of cash, gold, silver, or whatever they were storing in those vaults by the time you got to the teller. And you know the rest of the story, folks. That's what the situation we're in right now. Okay. But the, uh, now we're, we're doing with, dealing with digital currency. We see even less tangible. And I guarantee you, they're going to replace the Federal Reserve note with central bank digital currency, which is going to be on your cell phone or on your computer or in your body if you've got the mRNA shot. And they will track your every move as they're already doing in China. You see where this is heading, folks? This is a global dictatorship. It's been planned for many decades, and it is finally here. You must resist. You must understand what's happening, and you must resist. Okay, with a couple of minutes left, you can get a copy of Bruce McCarthy's book on the economics of you know, the banking, banking fraud. Uh, send a, a check or money order to ANP. 900 Commerce Place, Forsyth, Illinois. I'm sorry, the uh, the box number is 1016. Can't forget that. So it's ANP, which stands for American National Publishing. 900 Commerce Place, box 1016. And that's Forsyth, Illinois, 62535. And just to put the, the name Bruce McCarthy on the note on the bottom left of your check, there's a, a line there for you, for notes. And just put down Bruce McCarthy, uh, and then uh, I will send you a copy. $25, please, because uh, we're not making any money off of this. It's uh, $20 cost plus $5 shipping. And uh, if we need more, we'll get more. <laughs> if the paper, If there's paper available, there's also a paper shortage. Having a difficult time getting my own book, The Great Impersonation, printed. So I may have to go with Lulu. And I've got the book on Amazon. I'll tell you more about that tomorrow because these shortages are real, folks. And uh, we may have to have our digital books replaced, replacing real books as things get worse and worse. Scarcity, shortages, price increases, etc. They're all on the way. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. Get prepared. It's here. Take care. Free people will never remain free.
will the FDP fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Praise Yahweh and pass the ammunition. The Restoration Hour with Pastor.